Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. My name is Pete Gilfell, and I'm here with my business partner, Nat Truett. We're all about helping people become business people or just become better business people. Good morning, Nat. Good morning, Pete. Better business builders. Better business builders. Absolutely. Man, I am pumped up for today's call. Well, I'm completely surprised what's going on, Pete. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, last week I was really bummed out. I know, and I'm a guy that the glass is always half full. I'm always pumped up. I mean, it is hard to get me down. But I was on a call with one of my candidates, and he started telling me about how bad the world would be, right? And he, he was going to invest in a franchise, but he had to spend a half an hour telling me how terrible, rotten, awful the world is today, and it's an awful time to invest in a, in a business. Wow, and, sounds like he's probably just putting his money in his mattress or something. Well, I just, <laughs> he was, I used the term turtling or, you know, a lot yeah. of fear and anxiety. And, and I, I, I stood over that uh, for a night. I mean, I didn't sleep. I, I just, it bothered me. It weighed me down, all that kind of stuff. And then I, then I decided, I really want to think about this. Is it a good time to invest in a franchise now? Interesting. Um, right? Why? I mean, I see a lot of people investing in franchises. How about you? Yeah, no, there's a lot of activity. But I mean, we're seeing that as people are watching the news, inflation's going up and interest rates are going up and the stock market is going up and down and stuff like that. And we yeah. got all these other current events going is that they're just they're freezing up. It's creating a ton of fear and anxiety and they're not focusing on what's important in terms of where do they want to be? What, what are their dreams, their aspirations? They're, they're putting it all on hold because they're buying into the world is, is ending it's, and stuff like that. And so I thought we would talk about the idea of owning a business in today's environment or investing in a business right now, because I think it is an excellent time or heck yeah, it's a great time to invest in a franchise. So <laughs> how about if we talk about that today? Okay. Okay. I'm up for it. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the stock market, right? Now, the stock market has had historic gains for the last decade, yeah. right? The compounding effect of the growth is, is absolutely been amazing, right? And I, I'm here to tell you that the stock market actually goes down too, Nat. Hard to believe, <laughs> right? Hard to believe. There's right? not going to be uh, a Dow one. Uh, a Dow 100,000 this year? I don't know, right? <laughs> but the, historically, you know, the stock market goes up and down. Right. Yeah. And that's just the reality of the equities market. So the question is, is that maybe if we've had such growth that maybe it's time to take a little money out of the stock market, diversify your assets into a business where you can be in control. Right. Where you can take that capital, those gains, get it off the table, put it into a business that, number one, allows you to diversify your assets. But number two is allows you to diversify your income. Right. What do you think about that? No, I think that um, I think that's really smart. I've kind of always been preaching that, you know, for years and years. It, diversification to me doesn't just mean having, you know, stocks and mutual funds and index funds and all that. I think it's important to diversify your income stream. So part of that should be a business, maybe real estate, um, different things like that. Um, the other thing about a business, just, I mean, and I'm, I don't know what the math is off the top of my head, but say you wanted, say you had a business that was generating an extra, uh, say $100,000 per year in profit. Just think about how much money you'd have to have in your you know 401k or what have you to generate the, that kind of um, income, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's if you... significant. 
you can have wealth in terms of stocks, but that doesn't create an income unless they're dividend uh, right. income uh, stocks. But but the idea is, is that as, as your portfolio of stock grows just from the appreciation, it's best to then reset your portfolio. And yeah. resetting it doesn't mean maybe necessarily moving it into bonds, which isn't a great time today, but rather you put it into a business that can work harder for you. And to your point, create an income that is much stronger than having an asset. I mean, that's yeah. that's the key thing is we're all looking for income producing uh, opportunities. So so the stock market's always going to go up and down. Maybe it takes some time now to diversify your assets, your income with a business. All right. Well, second. and a lot of a lot of guys we know know and have even interviewed on our podcast, you know, they have businesses, you know, a lot it does take three to five years kind of, of hard work to build it. But a lot of guys, you know, you can run your business when you're in your, you know, 70s, your 80s, really as long as you want, it once you kind of have the management structure in place and and all that. And so then you have like an income stream coming in for as long as you want to do it. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about income streams, right? So mm-hmm. the I, I, I'm here to tell you, Nat, that the economy goes up and down. It doesn't <laughs> always grow, right? We're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have contractions. We're going to have expansions. That is just the reality of economies. You know, And, and sometimes we forget that because we've had a, a really great run, but the economy is going to go down. And when the economy has a contraction, what happens? There are layoffs. Companies have to get rid of those costs, uh, that overhead uh, with it, and there's layoffs. And and you're famous for the line about your income with a job. Do you remember the line you always use? Yeah, I say don't rent your income, own your income. Yeah, right. And, and I think about that a lot is that owning a franchise allows us to have an income. If something bad happens uh, with the economy, we are in control. We're not laid off. We're not furloughed. We are in control. And I think that's huge as we look at a potential downside to our economy or a contraction. Might as well put yourself in a position where you're not vulnerable in terms of your income. Well, and also um, I'm starting to observe a little bit of softening in the um, hiring or I Maybe softening is not the right word, but in a good way, like there's more people applying for jobs and then they have um, qualifications. You know, we've all heard for the last year or two, it's so hard to hire employees, um, but starting to get a little bit of uh, release from that. So that's yeah. that's a positive, like the economy slowing down, people are getting laid off. The positive of that is, hey, there's more employees to choose from. So you can actually, you know, find better employees. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, level up, right? Level up mm-hmm. the ta- your talent. But, you know, I think about this is that we'll take this even a step further. So you are in a job and you're in your fifties and we go through a contraction and they lay you off. We know that there is age discrimination out there and that you are very, you're even more vulnerable if you're in a job and you're in your fifties. Yeah. I mean, it might be hard to even get a job at, Home Depot or Lowe's because you're overqualified. Yeah, well, you certainly from that standpoint. And if you look at the stats, 50% of 50 plus corporate executives are pushed into retirement before they're ready. That's yeah. crazy, right? And to your point, um, what happens is of the 50% that get pushed into retirement before they're ready when they're in their 50s, only 10% of them make what they did before yeah. or more, right? So bottom line is if you have your own business, you're in control of your income, you're in control of your, your future uh, from that standpoint. Nobody can mess with you. Uh, and, and so I love your phrase, you know, don't, don't rent your income uh, with a job. Yeah. 
but that's a big Excellent. paradigm yeah, think, to change. You know, the, um, I think the interest rates are still, you know, fairly, fairly low when you consider, you know, what we maybe remember from uh, years ago, right? Yeah. Well, you take a look at hit interest rates and we're uh, in 2020, we had the lowest interest rate, historically low interest rate. So we've been running for a period of time now with historic rates and they can't always be <laughs> this low, right? <laughs> yeah, they can't. Exactly. Interest rates go up uh, from a some point that, but there is still, it's still a great time. Like I just bought a, uh, a new vehicle and I got 4% money. And nice. to me, that, you know, that was really good, right? Plus a little bit of cash back, low interest rate plus cash. So although we got used to really low interest rates, today we're still at historic levels in terms of interest rates. Right. It's all about perspective, right? You have to but if you watch a, the watch the news, it's yeah. like the sky is falling. But yeah. you gotta step back and say, hey, listen, we still have great rates. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I think that's a huge positive. You know, there's still um, a good good availability there in the uh, getting different loans and small business loans and all that. Well, let's talk about that, right? So there is a lot of liquidity in the economy right now. There is a lot of capital, and that's much different than we've went through in other cycles, like uh, during the Great Recession, right? All right. the capital tie got just you know, sucked out, there was nothing available. And when you take a look at the uh, capital, you can still go get a business loan, you can still go get a personal loan, that that kind of stuff. And that is huge. There is uh, a lot of momentum still in our economy with capital. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. So I don't um, know if you uh, looked at this, but the average household savings rate had yeah. at a historic high in 2020. Yeah. So people really, because they couldn't do anything, put a lot of money uh, aside. It, I mean, it's. I was looking at it today, the trend, and it was absolutely amazing how much money people accumulated because they couldn't go on vacations. They couldn't do other things like that. And so that money's on the sidelines. And then, you know, the businesses have also basically increased their balance sheets, the capital right. they have on their balance sheets. Yeah. And there was a lot, there's a lot of additional like COVID um, relief funds floating around and stuff too, which has helped a lot of, a lot of businesses and people. Yeah. And I mean, one of the reasons I think they're trying to slow down the economy is there is so much liquidity out there. There's so much money in play with what the government has done. And so there is money. If you want to invest in a business, um, now is the time you can, you can get the capital. Yeah. Sounds like we should buy a couple uh, franchises. <laughs> well, maybe, right. Or, but <laughs> You know, and I and I think a little bit about this also is today we are living in a gig economy, right? Bottom line is, is that in the old paradigm, go to college, get a job, spend your career there. Those days are gone. And it has never been easier to have a side business. Yeah. I was just thinking about that um, the other day, you know, with the iPhone, um, I'm able to run my business, check emails, respond to text messages, schedule appointments, you know all that stuff. And people don't know whether I'm in the office or not in the office. Yeah, absolutely. You know, somebody now can take on the big companies because of technology. I could sit in my garage and create a business. <laughs> I know a guy, yeah. no, I, yeah. I know a guy that built a business in his garage, ultimately built it, started in his garage, built it and sold it a couple of years ago for $160 million. Wow. That's not a bad payday. 
<laughs> right? But but so as we look at this, a franchise can be a way to get into the gig economy and maybe an easier way. You know, I always use the term franchising light mm-hmm. uh, or or business light, entrepreneur light. And I, and I think a franchise allows you to participate in that gig economy so you don't miss out by leveraging a franchise business. Yeah. Well, and it's also just a great on-ramp to everything entrepreneurial, right? You just get exposure to, you know, what people are doing. So you meet a lot of new people, um, you know, customers, vendors, you know, other business owners. I think I've shared a couple times with you, everything I've pretty much done since 2001 was because of the franchise I had bought in 2001 and the people that I met. Um, So you just get, you know, deal flow and, um, Learning new things, new challenges, problem solving. Well, and they got they um, have the support, the infrastructure, the brand, all, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, but I think about franchising and why it's it's good now uh, to invest in a business, invest in a franchise. Is there are over four thousand franchise companies out there today? Yeah, franchising is really hot, and it's in almost every industry. So there's a fit for almost anyone that's looking to get into a business. Yeah. And you do get the support and infrastructure in place. You don't have to figure out everything, right? Yeah. And the gig economy impacts all of us, right? So whether you're 25 or 50 or 60, you know, bottom line is it's the new world. And so you might as well kind of leverage that gig economy to have something for yourself. Uh, Kind of like we were were talking about that um, car wash franchise, right? Where they literally come to your driveway and wash your car. Yeah. But but wait a minute, it gets better. They don't really even use water because they, you know, it's environmentally friendly. You know, it's just like, what a great, you know, gig. You can hire employees and people get their car washed while they're at home or at their office. I mean, it's a win, win, win. And you don't have a ton of infrastructure, right? Exactly. Exactly. Man in a van. Yeah, and you could take on the the uh, business down there, the car wash that put two million dollars into their facility. Right? So, <laughs> no, I mean, really, all of a sudden now I'm making it on customers' terms. I'm at Nordstrom's. I'm going to be there for half an hour, wash my car for me. Exactly. Uh, and there's, I can feel good about the environment because we're not wasting water. Yep. So, how about also another reason why? Heck yeah, it's a great time to invest in a franchise. <laughs> is there's a bunch of pent up demand. Totally. I've been sitting on the sideline up for a couple of projects because I just didn't want to mess deal with the uh, contractors or subcontractors um, figuring, well, this is, you know, got to loosen up a little bit at some point. So I've been just like I said, on the sidelines waiting, biding my time. So I'm definitely have a few, a few pretty sizable things we need to yeah. do at the, around our house and office and everything. Yeah. We, you know, we're trying to get somebody to replace uh, uh, like a paver uh, stair step. Yeah. Uh, in our front. And uh, it, it's not easy it, from a standpoint. It's, you know, we got to wait and all that kind of stuff. So, and I think about buying cars in today's world, right? right. Talk about pent up demand. So here, here, you want to hear my story about the, the van we just bought, right? Yes, I do. I was so, wondering what you so, so, all right. So I told you uh, last summer we rented a, a Sienna minivan and it was a, it was a great experience for our family. Loved it. Right. So our friends just bought a Sienna about four months ago, and they told us about this. And I thought, holy cow, maybe we should get one. So we get introduced to the to the salesperson. And the salesperson says, listen, I don't know if we're going to get any allocations for Sienna, but what's going to happen is when I find out the day we're going to get our allocation, I'm going to call you that morning, and you have to be here at a certain time <laughs> at the dealership, right? Right. So 
two to three months ago, I get a call at like 9.30 in the morning. says, you have to be at the dealership today at 11.45 a.m. We're going to get our allocation. I don't know what it's going to be, but you have to be here just in case. So I get there at 11.30. I'm always a little early, right? And I sit down at the desk and he goes, okay, we think we have a couple Siennas uh, here. And then the other customers start coming in. So now this salesperson has three customers, two at one desk and another one at another <laughs> desk. And, and all the other salespeople have people, right? And then he says, okay, this is the one we're going to go for. We think there's a Sienna for you here, but I got to wait until the 12 noon. We're all going to go to the sales desk and they're going to allocate who's going to get what. Wow. So magic. 12 o'clock comes, he comes back and goes, I got one secured for you. And the guy sitting next to me goes, well, do you have one for me? He goes, oh, I'm not so sure. Maybe we got a green one, but, but, but we got yours. And I said, well, here's my money, right? Here's my deposit, <laughs> right? So, so I, I just get lucky, right? So, so then I wait three months uh, for this, oh my this vehicle, wait three months and it comes in. And literally I can tell you that the, I got it at MSRP, which is absolutely if you ever said, I'd be happy about MSRP, but they had <laughs> used, used Sienna's same model yeah. year, lower model from a standpoint of accessories, right? For more, like $8,000 more, a used one on the show floor was going for the new one that I was getting. That's crazy. Right? So you can only imagine that as I'm negotiating the resale uh, on my used car and the rate they had all the all the uh, power because they're like, hey, if you don't want this van, we can sell it to somebody else, right? right. So talk about demand. People are <laughs> begging, right? It's just unbelievable. So wait, uh, did you take delivery of your, your van then? I did, yes. And what yeah, color did you get? Pink? I, I, well, no, I got, I, well, I didn't get a choice, so I got silver. So, well, that's good, though. That hides the dirt. So it'll look yeah. clean. No, no, it's it's fine, right? So, but if you told me I'd be uh, fighting to pay MSRP for a minivan, uh, I would have told you're crazy. Uh, right. Sports car, maybe. All right, but but yep. uh, a minivan. So, tons of pent up demand out there in the economy. We've got capital. We got it's it's all out there. So, you know, as we think about this, maybe just maybe, Nat, the world isn't ending. No. Maybe. Maybe it's time a great time to invest in a franchise, whether we're looking to diversify our assets and our income from the stock portfolio. We want to take advantage of all the capital, the market, the loans, the idea of leveraging pent-up demand in taking advantage of this gig economy where there's so many franchise opportunities out there to allow us to diversify our assets and our income. What do you think? I totally agree. I think you just have to focus on yourself and your family and your goals and your dreams and you know try to tune out some of the, yeah, well, the noise. Yeah, we'll have another Skyfall. podcast to talk a little bit about you know how we get be happy in the, today's world with all this noise of coming from media. Yeah. But bottom line is, I think it, it is a great time to invest in a business. I agree. All right, go go get your uh, minivan washed and waxed and we'll talk to you a little later. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.